When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome back in to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast where today we're going to be discussing the over-under win totals for the SEC West, all the football programs in the SEC West. Uh, We're going to discuss their records from last year, go through their schedules this year, and if you were a betting person, are they going to be the over-under for those teams? And we'll go over each and every one of those today. Make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Send me a message if you want to be on the podcast. Leave a comment in the comment section down below if you want to have a good discussion on the topic of the podcast. Leave a rating 
and review on Apples or iTunes. And then please make sure you're checking out the Belly Media Net Belly Media Network at bellyupsports.com to check out all the podcast blogs and everything there. Everything sports wise is on there, but there's things on there other than sports. So go check all that stuff out uh, for me, please. And thank you. Helps the podcast out tremendously. So we're going to dive into today to the SEC West. Um, and talk about the football programs, their over-under win totals for them, and like I said, talk about their win-loss totals of last year, and who's going to emerge out of the SEC West. We talked about, last time we talked about college football was the SEC East. Now we're moving on to the SEC West. So we're going to dive right in, and why not, last time we started off with Georgia, your national champions, why not then start off with the winner of the SEC last year, who then had to play Georgia Again, in the SEC or in the Big Ten, the big game, the championship game, excuse me, my mind is all over the place. I apologize. In Alabama, Crimson Tide. Now, I had someone comment before on the Big Ten. One, I didn't say I'm biased. Yes, behind me, you're going to see Alabama thing there. So sorry if it's biased, but I'm a Nick Saban fan. Doing this podcast, I've become a fan of coaches, and so I support all the coaches I have talked to, then I support coaches that I want to talk to, and Nick Saban being one of them. So let's talk about the Alabama Crimson Tide, who have been on headlines, Coach Saban's been on headlines all offseason. Alabama went 13-2 last year, winning the SEC, beating Georgia in the SEC championship game, and then going on to make the playoffs, get to the championship game, and lose to Georgia in the championship game. Coach Saban said it was kind of a rebuilding year, and we've talked about that, you know, Paul Feibaum being wrong in his assumption that Nick Saban complains. But they went 13-2 in 2021. The over-under for them is 10.5 for 2022, the exact same over-under total that they gave to Georgia and Vegas. So let's go through Alabama's schedule. If you're watching the video, you can see it on the video. So let's talk about Alabama's schedule. Can they get back to 10-11 wins? They open up with Utah State. Then they go to Texas, which is interesting, to go against Steve Sarkeesian, the former offensive coordinator for Nick Saban. Then they play UNL Monroe, then Vanderbilt, Arkansas, then the big game everybody cannot wait for, Texas A&M. Then Tennessee, Mississippi State, LSU, Old Miss, Austin P, and Auburn in their rivalry game in the Iron Bowl. So over under 10 and a half. Well, Alabama should be able to beat Utah State. Alabama should be able to beat the brakes off of Texas, even though Steve Sarkisian has recruited well. Arkansas beat the brakes off of them last year. Alabama has a lot coming back. A lot coming back. Nick Saban was kind of a rebuilding year because they were young. They lost a lot of NFL drafts. Kind of what Georgia's going to become this year was Alabama last year. You have your Heisman Trophy winner coming back at quarterback. You have a lot of the offensive stuff coming back. Their O-line will play a lot better. That was the quote-unquote weak point for them was their offensive line. Their defense is coming back, and they've added some there. Um, Recruited well, so... Be ready for that. Then they'll beat you and El Monroe, and then they'll beat Vanderbilt. So going to play Arkansas, they will be 4-0. Arkansas will not be an easy game. Coach Pittman has done a very good job there. Um, listening to him talk, 
Um, he's made that nice family atmosphere. That will not be an easy game. Then the big game against Texas A&M. I think Alabama will be pissed off. I think Nick Saban will be pissed off, even though Jimbo Fisher has claimed that everything's good and everything else. I think Texas A&M will they'll be overcoached, if that's even the right word. They will not play very well. I think Alabama beats them. Tennessee did very well against Alabama last year. How you quote-unquote beat a Nick Saban-type team is up-tempo. That's why you see a lot of teams do it. So Tennessee gave them problems last year, and they'll give them problems again. That air raid will give them problems. And when I get to Mississippi, Mississippi State, um, you'll you'll hear more why. I think they'll beat LSU. LSU played well against them last year, but Brian Kelly really wants to beat Alabama. He has come out and said that's why he's joined the SEC was because it's the SEC, but I also want to beat Nick Saban. He wants revenge on Nick Saban when he was at Notre Dame getting to the national championship game. Um, I just don't see it happening. Lane Kiffin's really going to want to beat Nick Saban. Up-tempo offense, and he knows that's what gets Nick Saban. Austin P. they shouldn't lose to. Um, and then I think Auburn will be fighting for their lives at that point, um, which when we get to Auburn near the end, you'll know why. Can they get to that 10.5? I think so. I think you have to take the over. If they're going to lose to teams on their schedule, anywhere on here, it would be maybe Texas A&M again because Texas A&M did get them last year. So you're looking at them. You're looking at Tennessee just because of the type of offense they have. Old Miss because it's Lane Kiffin or Auburn because Auburn for some reason has all – now it's been Gus Malzahn that's done it, but has always been a pain in Coach Nick Saban's um, behind. It's been that thorn there that's always kind of got him. So if they're going to lose, it's going to be any of them. But Alabama's going to be on a mission this year, and I think we're going to see a very, very good – Alabama team this year so I'm going to take the over on their 10 and a half wins getting I think and getting back to the playoffs but also getting back to the SEC championship game probably to play Georgia again and it's going to be another historic game there when they do play Georgia so you got to take the over 10 and a half with Alabama next team coached by Lane Kiffin and Old Miss he decided to stay in Old Miss, got paid a little bit more. They're trying to upgrade the facilities to do well there. He does very well recruiting. They did lose their quarterback and Matt Corral, but I do think with Lane Kiffin, the way they're able to coach, that the quarterback situation is going to be fine. It will take a little bit for them to get their footing under it with that position. Last year, they went 10-3 and in 2021, um, you know, playing with Alabama well before. The win total for them after going 10-3 and is 7.5. And I do believe that's because of the players they lost, Matt Corral, who they've lost, and because of the type of schedule they're going to have as it gets into the SEC. And again, because of how much better the other teams in the SEC have done with recruiting and the coaches. So let's go through their schedule. They open up with Troy, then Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, Tulsa, and then they get into SEC play with Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Auburn, LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama, Arkansas, and Mississippi State to end the season in their rivalry game. Can they get over 7.5? As of right now, I'm going to say yes, but let's go through that schedule again and see can they get to there. Well, on principle, you're saying they're going to be Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, and Tulsa. So right there is 4-0, then they get into SEC play. Kentucky will be very physical with them, but can Kentucky's defense keep up with the Lane Kiffin offense? 
I say they beat Vanderbilt, so right there's four or five, excuse me. Auburn, depending on where they are at that point in the season, in the middle of the season, there are they in a turmoil? Is Brian Harson fired for some reason? Have they come up with the money to fire him? Um, LSU, depending on how Brian Kelly, what he has, and that system's going. Texas A&M again. Uh, Jimbo Fisher has been called an overrated coach, so it all depends there. I'm sorry, Lane Kiffin, you're not going to beat Alabama. Arkansas, that was a shootout last year. Depends on um, how Coach Pittman has them going. And then Mississippi State with Mike Leach. So do they get to 7.5 and, and get back to that 10-3? and three? You know, so right now you're going, you're going to be 4-0 going into Kentucky. I think they could squeak that out against Kentucky and be 5-0. and And then Vanderbilt, 6-0. and Then the rest of it, it's going to be a toss-up. Can they get through Auburn? Well, then they'll be your seventh. Could they get to LSU? Maybe there's their eighth. Texas A&M? Maybe they get there and there's their ninth. Alabama? No. I don't think they're going to be Mississippi State. And then it could be Arkansas. So, again, the, the, the two that I'm not as confident in, the three, I should say, is Auburn, LSU, Texas A&M. Those three I'm not 110% confident in. But in Lane Kiffin, the new Lane Kiffin, I'm going to take the over. I just think it's going to be seven or eight. But I'm going to take the over and say they're going to get to eight, at least to seven or eight. But I'm going to take the over. It just all comes down to that quarterback play that they are going to be losing from Matt Correll. But I do think this will be a year where Lane Kiffin really comes out to people and shows that he can – because people question his coaching. People question how he does things. He's different. He's even said the old Lane Kiffin would answer certain questions. Um, no matter what the commissioner or, the, or anything tells him, but he so he's not doing that now. So I think he will show people that he can coach. And so I do believe they will get over the seven and a half. Moving on to Arkansas, coached by Sam Pittman, who has become a coach favorite from all of us coaches at the high school level. He's become a favorite. Um, and then he's become a favorite all over the place. People love talking to him. Last year, they went 9-4, and four, which is very good for Arkansas. Um, listen to him talk. He's brought that family atmosphere to the program. And it seems like the players really want to play for him. His assistant coaches ha- got a couple offers to go somewhere else for more money, like um, Coach Bryles, his offensive coordinator, had an offer to go somewhere else for more money, but he's decided to stay. So a lot of coaches have decided to stay, which says a lot about where Sam Pittman is with the program and where it's going. Being 9-4 in 2021, the under for them is 7.5, just like Old Miss. So let's go through their schedule. Um, they were in a lot of games last year and um, scored a lot of points last year with their offense. Um, they open up with Cincinnati, which is not an easy one. Cincinnati, you know, being the first non-Power 5 to make the playoffs last year. Then they play South Carolina. Then they'll play Missouri State, Texas A&M, Alabama, Mississippi State, BYU, Auburn, Liberty, LSU, Old Miss, and Missouri. So can Arkansas get to the seven-win marker be over that seven-and-a-half that Vegas has put them at? On principle, you're looking at with what Cincinnati lost, that Arkansas could beat them, but that's going to be a fun game. But by principle, you're looking at Arkansas to beat them. I think Arkansas beats South Carolina. And beats Missouri State. Texas A&M, I don't know. I'm sorry, Coach Pittman. I don't see Alabama, you know, being the one there. Mississippi State, I'm very high on with um, Will Rogers at quarterback and Mike Leach's system to where it goes by the time he's been there 
for a few years. I think they beat BYU just off principle. I think they get Auburn because that's a term. That's a people are claiming they got some recruits there, so but that's a toxic thing going on there right now. And they play. Oh, um, Hugh Freeze, used coach in the SEC, head coach at Liberty. On principle, you're looking at Arkansas to beat Liberty, but don't sleep on Liberty. LSU is a toss up with Brian Kelly. Old Miss Lane Kiffin, I'm telling you, is going to have him well coached up. And I think Arkansas will just play harder than Missouri at the end of the year. So looking at their schedule, can they get to seven and a half wins? Is it going to be over under? So you're looking at Cincinnati win, South Carolina win, Missouri State win. So there's three wins. Where do they get their other wins? You know, is it BYU? There's they get their other win. There's four. Liberty, there's five. Missouri, there's six. So where do they squeak one out? Is it LSU for the seventh? Do they upset a Texas A&M? Do they get by Mississippi State? So it's possible that they get right at seven. I'm doing the same thing as Old Miss. You, you almost have to take the over. But I also agree, same thing as Old Miss. You might see Old Miss and Arkansas both go seven and six. If they do anything, it would be eight wins. But I see more of the seven and six type team for Arkansas this year. But they will be in every single game they play. Even Alabama, I guarantee, will give Alabama a good run for their money. Coach Pittman has it going there at Arkansas. Now on to the team that everybody's talked about all offseason, including me. And Texas A&M, coached by Jimbo Fisher, who some have said is the most overrated coach there is. People have said that about him for a while. He has talked a lot this offseason. Last year, going 8-4, and four, being the first assistant coach to coach under Nick Saban to beat Nick Saban, and then Kirby Smart being the second in the national championship game. They went 8-4 and four last year. They're over under 8.5. So let's go through their schedule. They have the number one recruiting class, and... Uh, you know, it depends on their quarterback play, who they got coming back, how their defense is going to play. So let's see their schedule. They open up with Sam Houston, then Appalachian State, Miami, Arkansas, Mississippi State. The one, again, everybody can't wait for is Alabama, South Carolina, Old Miss, Florida, Auburn, UMass, and LSU. You almost want to sit here and say Texas a and is going to be 8-4 and four again. I, I'm going to sit here. Say they'll, they'll, they'll be seven and six um, or nine and um, they're going to be seven and six in the regular season or they're going to be about their eight and eight, eight and four mark. Um, so let's look at their schedule. On principle, you, you're going to sit there and say Texas A&M beats Sam Houston State and Appalachian State. So there's two wins. Miami, that's a tough one. It all depends on where old. Um, Mario Cristobal has got that team going. They've got some recruits, depending on what's going on there. But you're looking at established teams because Jimbo Fisher has been there. You're looking at saying that they should win that game. Arkansas is not going to be a give-me. Mississippi State, beating them before, not going to be a give-me at all. Alabama will win. They could beat South Carolina. I think Old Miss could catch them. Florida, it all depends on where they are in that season, during the season. Auburn's going to be in turmoil. They should beat UMass. And then there's LSU. So give them Sam Houston State. Give them Appalachian State. I'm going to give them UMass. So there's three. I'm going to give them South Carolina. So there's four. So where do we give them the other four to get back to that eight and four mark? Well, you know, you could give them our Miami. So there's five. Could you give them Florida or Ole Miss? 
right there. Um, you could give him Auburn. There's another one. Depends on how LSU, again, is playing at the end of the year. How Texas a is playing. Is there injuries? How's the quarterback position going? I'm going under only because I think it's going to be 8-4 and four again. I think Jimbo Fisher is going to be that that coach that gets to eight wins and, and everything. They've got good recruits. they got good players. It just depends on how they're playing. It depends on how bad Alabama beats them. If Alabama beats them by two or three touchdowns, confidence goes way down. And depending on how that game goes, are they going to be overcoached, you know, trying too much because of what happened in the offseason? Um, which coach is going to have them more ready to play? But I'm going to take the under with Texas A&M. So they're going to be right at 8-4 and four for the second year in a row. All you football coaches out there, it's not too late to still be looking up drills. I know we're in our football seasons, going into our football seasons, but it's never too late to get back to the basics. And Coach Stone has done just that by creating his Back to the Basics drill manuals. So if you go to CoachStoneFootball.com, click on Back to the Basics drill manuals, there's drills out there for everything, special teams, offense, defense, strength and conditioning, everything. He has done all the work for us to be simple, to get these drills to help us. You could be using even youth, high school, and even college. We, we make things too complicated. We need drills that are simple and back to the basics. His very first book is over 500 pages of drills. So go again, go to coachstonefootball.com, click on back to the basics drill manuals, and uh, let's get back to the basics. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Football coaches out there, do you ever stop and think about all the hits your big guys are taking in the trenches, your D-line, your offensive line? Because they hit each and every play. And that's why it's the best position in football. But they take a lot of hits and practices into the game. It's a lot of hits they're taking, a lot of blows. So there's a way to protect those shells and reduce the impact those guys are taking each and every week. And it's Guardian Caps at Guardian Sports. It helps reduce the impact by up to 30%, which is huge. So there's a way to protect the helmets, protect those guys. Uh, again, that's Guardian Sports. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caps and you use the code 15 off, it's going to save you 15% off your order. Um, there's different colors out there and it doesn't matter if you're buying one, two, three, four, a hundred. doesn't matter. It's worn by over five NFL teams. More NFL teams are adding more and more each day and you're seeing on TV and over 200 plus colleges. Again, you're seeing colleges left and right get them. There's a reason why they're getting them. And they that's why you see a lot of linemen and defensive linemen wear them. You've seen Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Penn State, and big-time NFL teams wear them. So if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for us. And I know it costs money, but I'm here to save you money. So guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps and use the code 15 off. It will save you 50% off your order. Thank you, Guardian Sports, for sponsoring this podcast. Now let's get on to one of my favorite coaches, probably a lot of people's most favorite coach of all time, and Mike Leach uh, down at Mississippi State. Coming into year three after leaving Washington State, um, bringing back an established quarterback in the air raid system, and Will Rogers. So let's talk about Mississippi State. I am very high on Mississippi State. You've heard me talk about it when we talked about the SEC East and even the SEC West, talking about their schedule and when they play Mississippi State, how that's going to go. Pretty high on Mississippi State. Um, they're getting confident in that air raid system. Um, like I said in the other episode, wide receivers are going to be more confident in running routes. They're going to be having a quarterback that can read better and see the open grass. They're going to have an offensive line that's going to be more um, comfortable in pass protection. He had an offensive line that was in a run-heavy type system, and now he's going to be um, being able to establish an offensive line to pass protect a ton. 
In 2021, they went seven and six. The over-under for them is six and a half. So let's go through their schedule. They start off not an easy game uh, with Memphis, then Arizona, LSU, Bowling Green, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, East Tennessee State, and Old Miss. So can they get back to that seven and six win mark, and or are they going to be over under the six and a half? Well, on principle, you're looking at that they should be able to beat Memphis and Arizona. I think they're in a better spot than Arizona. So you're looking at those two right there. Then playing week three, after they beat LSU pretty bad in the COVID year, after LSU had won the national championship, will he be able to go on and compete against Brian Kelly? I think so. I think that he will be able to go on and help the team win against LSU. So I think there's your third win. Bowling Green will be the fourth win. Now, they did upset Texas A&M before. Texas A&M will, have, will be good. That would just be a battle to do it again. Arkansas would be a very tough team to beat again. Kentucky's a better one. But looking at their schedule, if you want to give them another win somewhere, it'd be East Tennessee State. So that would be their fifth win. I am sorry, Lane Kiffin. I think, I think they will get it again this year against Ole Miss. So there's your sixth win. I think Auburn will be in a state of turmoil. So there's another one for seven being over the seven and a half. And then they just have to pick up another win to continue to win with Arkansas, Kentucky, in there somewhere. I don't see him being Georgia. So I'm going to take the over on Mississippi State. Um, these other teams are going to be running the football and doing a lot of this other stuff, getting beat up on, and then Mississippi State is going to be passing all over the place. Mike Leach is a mastermind in figuring out how to do this. And no offense, when he's at Washington State, he had tons of talent at Washington State. But these wide receivers are going to be a different type of talent. Will Rogers is picking up on that air raid system pretty quickly. So I'm going to take the over six and a half. Seeing them getting to seven, eight, even probably nine wins. Um, it's even possible that they get to ten, but I will hammer down the over six and a half there for Mike Leach at Mississippi State. On to the team that I have had its own podcast episodes on, and we've already talked about them different parts here, is the Auburn Tigers. They've had an interesting offseason with trying to get Brian Harson fired for no reason and everything else. So people are high on Auburn thinking they're going to be, you know, going into Georgia almost undefeated and everything else. Losing Bo Nix at quarterback, having quarterback issues already. They've gotten some recruits in. Is And Brian Harson, you know, saying, oh, he almost had me, you know, is he going to be motivated? Is he going to have that stuff on and going on in the back of his mind? Auburn's going to have one of two things. Come out and just win a lot in the SEC, keep his job. Or too much has happened, and that's what they're going to be focusing on. They're going to be looking over their shoulder, and you don't want coaches and players looking over their shoulder. 2021, they went 6-7. and seven. They started off really hot and then just took a nosedive. Um, the over-under for them this year is 6.5. They open up with Mercer, which they should be able to beat, and Hans Jose State they should beat. So right there, they'd be 2-0, and oh, looking pretty good, feeling good, and then Penn State. Now, Penn State did beat them last year, but Penn State took a nosedive. So you're looking at they could still probably beat Penn State, and then Missouri probably should beat. So that's why people are saying they're going to be feeling pretty good about themselves, doing all over again, starting off really hot, being 3-0, and oh, um, going into Missouri maybe. So going to LSU, they're either going to be 2-2 two and two, or they're going to be 3-1 somewhere in there or 4-0, oh, somewhere in there. Then LSU. Now, 
LSU will have talent. You know, people are very high on Brian Kelly, which we're going to get on LSU here in a second. LSU is one of those that we just don't know. If that Odron was there, we would know exactly what we were getting out of them. Um, but with Brian Kelly being there, he will bring a consistent system of defense and offense to LSU. I'm not going to lie, but we'll talk about LSU after that. They're not beating Georgia. They're not beating Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin. I think Sam Pimm will get them ready to play Arkansas. I think Mississippi State, after coming back on them last year, will be able to beat them. Depend on Texas A&M. They should be able to beat Western Kentucky, and then they're not going to beat Alabama. They played Alabama tough, but I just I just see Alabama on a mission this year. So the wins I could see them having is San Jose State, Mercer, and Western Kentucky. There's your three wins. Do they get another one at Penn State, Missouri, maybe, and then LSU, maybe? So it is possible that they get to six and seven again. But I think it's going to be exactly six and seven. So I'm going to go the under, and it's very possible with how the offseason went. And I don't wish for a coach to be fired, but I could see them figure out a way this time to get Brian Harson out instead of just letting him have a chance and coach. But I just have a feeling he necessarily may not be looking over his shoulder, but maybe the assistant coaches are, maybe the players are, you know, reading everything that's going on. Um, so I'm going to take the under six and a half with Auburn. Go check out my other individual episodes on them more about Auburn, but I'm going to go under six and a half. Now let's get to the team that. Along with them in Florida, we're all very eager to see. We really don't know much what how the, it's going to go for them is the LSU Tigers. Brian Kelly being hired from Notre Dame after they fired Ed O'Dron at the end of the year. Well, they totally going to be fired. He finished out the season, got rid of him. They hired Brian Kelly. Um, they ended up going 6-7 and seven last year, to, even though apparently Ed O'Dron was a terrible coach. They went 6-7 and seven last year. The O'Rounder for them is going to be 7 So let's check out their schedule, see if they can get to that 7-1 mark. We don't know much about them. If you look about what Brian Kelly has been, you can call it a pro style, but they like to go out of spread. Sometimes they'll go under center. But he likes tight ends. He likes blocking. He's said he wants to join the SEC to beat Alabama um, to get different type of recruits. He's recruited well, actually. So let's see what's going to happen here. They got Florida State, um, then Southern. Then Mississippi State, New Mexico, Auburn, Tennessee, Florida, Old Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, UAB, and Texas A&M. So, can they get to that 6-7 and seven mark once again? Again, we can look at Notre Dame film and really discuss about what we'll probably see from them. Um, on principle, they should be able to beat Florida State and Southern and New Mexico and UNAB. So one, two, three, four wins right there being 4-0, almost getting them to that 6-7 and seven mark, 7 wins. So where are they going to get their wins in the SEC? Well, people are going to automatically sit there and say Mississippi State. I don't think so. I think Mississippi State being more established in what they want to do over Brian Kelly, especially so early on in the season. I don't see that happening. I could see them beating Auburn. Could see them beating Auburn. So there you go. You're getting to your fifth win mark. Where's the other win going to come in the SEC? It's going to be a tough thing. Maybe Florida or Tennessee. I'm going to take the under on this thing and looking at it, they're not going to beat Alabama. I don't think they're going to beat Old Miss. I don't even know if they're going to beat Texas A&M. Because, again, establish. And depending on how it goes on, the more they play. So I'm going with the under, but... 
I could see it being a seven and six year for Brian Kelly. It's going to be six and seven or seven and six with the type of recruits they have being the first year, how things have gone. Um, I think Notre Dame will have a better year this year um, under Marcus Freeman. But people seem to like Brian Kelly down there. They've embraced him. And so I think you'll see some positive things from them. But I'm going to sit there and say under only because it is going to be a six and seven year or a seven win mark year for Brian Kelly's first year at LSU replacing that Ogeron um, down there. So there wraps up our SEC West 2022 win loss um, over under for each team in the West seeing Alabama coming out of there on a mission to win the national championship um, and getting revenge on Texas A&M and Georgia this year. Um, so thank you guys for watching and or listening. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out all the affiliates. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72. Send me a message to come on and talk about college football and everything. Um, leave a review on iTunes or Apple. It goes a long way. Um, thank you guys for watching and or listening once again. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you next time. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.